Thank you so much for joining us today and listening to a PCF podcast. We believe listening to the Word of God will change your life. God bless you as you continue listening to this podcast. But first, I want to just begin with a little story about my own experience through the pandemic and just before. In 2019, in July, a lot of you will know, but some of you won't that know that my house was flooded. And um, that was an incredibly traumatising and stressful time and a lot of upheaval. We had to move to Disley. Our lives were sort of upped and lifted into Disley, which was actually really beautiful and there was such a lot of blessing there um, and healing also. But it was a difficult time. And then uh, the pandemic hits in early 2020 and it just feels like it was wave after wave of, of difficult situation and it was a really tough time and it was like unsettling and unnerving and I'm sure all of you have had your own experience of that in the pandemic just like how to praise God in this time and how to still find things to praise about and I definitely did. So I'm just sharing that that's, that was my struggle at the time. But early in January 2020, I went to a prophetic um, conference in with Ivy Church in Manchester. And it was called The Call Extra. Some of you may have gone on it. And it was with a lady called Emma Stark, who is a prophet. And I was so fired up when I got back from that, that I was... Uh, <laughs> bubbling over with things that she'd said and things I'd heard from the Lord. And one of the things some of you might remember that I spoke out at the front was, maybe you're in your own way. Maybe it's time for you to get out of your own way and get over yourself. And I could have used nicer words and I still think that now, but, but I didn't. That's how it came out. It was no less true, by the way. But um then skip forward to March 2020 and the pandemic shuts down life. And in the early stages of 2020, it was so challenging to be able to bring worshipful and praiseful content for the online church. It was a huge, huge challenge. It was frustrating. It was excruciating, actually. And I was filled with grief that was palpable. Um, the loss of the gathering was more than I could really bear. And the unknown amount of time before we'd be able to gather together was just, to me, it was really, it was tough. I, I didn't really know where, where I was up to. And then put that with comparison. Oh, I was tormenting myself with comparison of how other people were doing things and what were this worship team doing? What were that worship team doing? And it was exhausting anyway. All the while, this boomerang of soundbite was in my mind and it was, get over yourself. It was reverberating around my head. <laughs> Isn't that funny? God just used that moment to just keep on bringing it back. What's it like for you? Have you been feeling some of those things? We're still sort of coming out of this pandemic. And there's lots of distractions. Some of us are working from home and we've got family running around while we're trying to do our jobs and it, it's a tough time. I was in that situation too. So I was trying to hear from God, hear what he was saying with the buzz of family life going on all around me. And I was blindly trying to struggle and recalibrate my own system and feeling completely inadequate. 
And all the while I was trying to acknowledge that his way, God's way is higher than mine and struggling with my own self-doubt, my own lack and hating seeing myself on screen. I'm kind of getting over that now, which is a good thing. And I was having to face up to it and ask myself questions like, well, what do you want to become, Leone? So I began to think like, right, be humble, make the changes you need to make and accept the things that you can't change. Work with what you've got and expect God to bring the supernatural and grow where you're planted and learn from everyone. Honestly, that is what I've been doing, learning from everybody. <laughs> Develop new skills and then hopefully thrive. And it's not been easy, it's really been a tough journey, but I mean, who said it was going to be easy anyway? So I'm grateful for the journey and I give God the praise for all the things that he has done in this time, in the trial, in the frustration, in the anguish. And um, I know that he has been with me through it all. And it continues to be a trial, but we're on a trajectory and we're heading in the right direction. So that gives me a reason to praise God. So the acronym PRAISE. What is praise? Is it music? Is it singing? Does it come out of joy or of happiness or of receiving something? Is it gratitude or is it an instruction from God? I would say yes, it's all of those things and more. We don't need to look very far in the Psalms before we become aware of the praiseful nature of them. And this one's one of my favorites. It's Psalm 100 um, in the New Living Translation. It says, shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is God and he made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his unfailing love continues forever and his faithfulness continues to each generation. Wow, isn't that amazing? I mean, it's such a praiseful psalm off the bat. But what strikes me straight off the bat is that it feels like an instruction all the way through. It says, shout with joy for the Lord, all the earth. It doesn't say if you feel like it or you want to. It's more like a command. Shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth, because it's what God has prescribed for you to do. It's going to be good for you to praise him. Praising him is our goal. Make it your aim in life, praising him. P is for persistent. Praise is powerful. So be relentless and refuse to cease praising him. Be persistent and develop a habit of praise regardless of how you feel because God is the same yesterday, today and forever and his promises are yes and amen. So praise him persistently. Have you been struggling to praise him recently? Let me encourage you, just don't give up. Are you feeling lost and are you lacking? Or have you been lonely? Maybe you got a bit lazy. Or have you become lethargic or even lacklustre? Maybe you've just been feeling left out. 
But these are all battlegrounds that need a battle cry response. Your weapon of warfare is, Jesus, I will yet praise you. I will lift your name above these things. I will magnify you over and above all of these situations. I will praise you persistently, no matter what. You have to choose to practice praising him persistently. And don't give up praising him. Be persistent. So R is for rest. Sabbath means to stop what you're doing. Stop work, stop the busyness of life and rest in him. I bet you're thinking, what has rest got to do with praising God? But trust me, hang with me. I think it'll be worth it. See, God knew what he was doing when he set things in motion. He put the stars in the skies, the sun and the moon in their place, and he loaded the earth with potential. He fully stocked it with creatures big and small, and he filled it, filled it with trees and plants and vegetation. And then he made humans in his own image, no less. And after that, he looked at it, he said it was good. And then he rested, it says that in Genesis 2, verse 3. On the seventh day, God rested, rested and he blessed it and he called it holy. We can read in Exodus 20, verse 8, it's a commandment, it's in the Ten Commandments, remember to observe the Sabbath. Remember to rest. God is telling us, rest. It must be important then. You see, God knew how much we needed to rest in his grace towards us, that he commanded us to rest. So we can marvel and awe at his creation. We can praise him for what he has given us. Enjoy the things and the pursuits and the people we love. To breathe and remember that we are made in God's image and we are meant to down tools and rest. And out of that rest, we can begin to hear God more clearly. We can slow down and take pleasure in the joys life has to offer. It, the simple things like walking and talking and reading and sleeping and eating, drinking and laughing and intimacy. Resting in God and knowing that he enjoys you taking your Sabbath rest with him. And honestly, I cannot tell you enough that if you add this practice into your life, it will not only be beneficial for you, but it will also benefit all areas of your life and all your relationships. So let me encourage you to rest in God and incorporate a weekly Sabbath, a stop into your life because a rested you is a refocused and a re-energized you. Rest in God and out of that rest, you'll find many reasons to praise him. So A is for acknowledge. Acknowledge his greatness and his goodness in everything and give him all glory. Call out his attributes if you need to remind yourself. Think about his goodness, his mercy, his love, he's wise, he's all-knowing, he's strong and he's gentle and he's patient. He's so kind and he's slow to anger. He's omniscient, which means he's all around us. And that's just naming a few, there's tons more. And the dictionary's definition of acknowledge is accept or admit the existence of truth, of, of the truth of something. As well as admit and accept, there are these synonyms, which are grant, allow, confess, 
own, appreciate, recognize, realize, go along with, respect. See, I'm already starting to worship God and praise him, bow to him. I'm just going to add the word, bow to God. Sounds like to live in praise and worshipfulness is to essentially acknowledge God in everything we do, everything we have, everything we are, just all areas of our lives. And it's all woven together in him, through him and by him. Have you been acknowledging him in everything or have you been doing the opposite? So I is for image. You are made in his image. Imitate him. Imagine what is he like? Immerse yourself in him. When you look in the mirror, you can marvel at what God has created, not in vanity or idolatry towards yourself, but towards him. There's a reason staring right back at you when you look at your reflection. Some might say it's hiding in plain sight because you are God's masterpiece. You're his handiwork. You were made to rule and reign in this world and you've been given the command to rule and reign in God's creation, to subdue it. As it's written in Genesis 1, God said, let us make man in our own image. Wow. It's written that you are made in his image. Just let that sink in. That is some powerful stuff. You are God's image bearer. But it's not about you though. <laughs> it's not about how cool you look or what others think of you or do you get enough likes on social media or are you well liked in your circles? It's about his image. You are made in his image to bring him glory by following Jesus's example. So you already reflect God's glory just by being you. Now you need to begin to give him the credit for what he did. Praise him for what he did for you. He made you in his own image and he rescued you and he is restoring you and he is healing you and he is Jehovah Jireh, your provider and everything you will ever need is in him. So now you tell me, is he praiseworthy? I would like, Yes, a resounding yes, he is worthy of praise. We then carry his image around with us, especially when we begin to reflect his character, his love, his kindness, when we begin to show his generosity and his self-control and all the fruits of the spirits. And you can read about that in Galatians 5. So bring your praises to God by knowing you are made in his image. You belong to him and by loving everyone around you, because he lavishes you with his everlasting love. So praise him, you are his image bearer. Come on, image bearers, praise him. So S is for sing, yes, we should sing our praises. Psalm 103 verse one, it says, let all I am praise the Lord with my whole heart, I will praise his holy name. This COVID season has not been easy for anyone. I think everybody can agree with that. We've all faced challenges and I'm sure we've all found it difficult to praise the way we used to or even the way we wanted to. The enemy may have thought at some point that he has gained some territory or some ground in us 
To which our response should be, nay, nay, you haven't gained a thing because he hasn't gained a thing. We become more determined because of this, this season. And so the Lord has instructed us to shout praise, make a joyful noise, be glad, be thankful, and with our whole hearts, praise him in song and sing new songs. And it doesn't need to sound perfect, but you do need to do it. Ask the Lord, if you're not feeling this, if you're not vibing with what I'm saying, ask the Lord to fill you with a desire to praise him wholeheartedly in obedience to his instruction. Ask him to set a fire off in your heart. See, praise is powerful. The walls of Jericho came down with a shout of praise. Praise can shake the foundation so that the prison doors fling open. That was Paul and Silas's experience and it can be yours too. So I want to encourage you to sing your way into victory. We know who wins the battle and we know the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. So sing your praises to him and don't hold back. So I'm going to I'm going to say Psalm 100 again so we can just really get it down deep into our souls. It says shout with joy the Lord to the Lord all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. Acknowledge the Lord is God. He made us and we are his, we are his people, the sheep of his pasture and enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name for the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever and his faithfulness continues to each generation. So sing him your praises. Your sound is unique and he loves it. I just want to share a story now with you about a time about 10 years ago when I was really struggling in this situation. I experienced a trauma and um, I was leading worship on that coming Sunday. And so I had a choice whether I said, I can't do it because I'm too traumatized or I'm going to lead. Yes, because this is my call on my life. And um, I didn't want to let down the people that I'm serving and I wanted to come and worship the Lord. So I did. I led the worship that day and it was hard. It was a sacrifice. It, it cost me something. But actually, in that time, the Lord met with me. He showed me his love. And through my tears, I still praised him. I yet praised him through my grief and my own suffering because I knew that it was for him. I wanted to offer him my sweet smelling worship that was out of a sacrifice. And you know what? What came out of that was the ability to forgive, the ability to see past my situation and to glorify God and magnify him over and above anything that I was experiencing in this moment. And so I want to encourage you, no matter what you're going through, if you've experienced a grief or a trauma or a loss, or you're just feeling on the outside, I really want to just encourage you to make that step today to be obedient and say to yourself, but I will yet praise the Lord because you will not be disappointed. The Lord is so good. So we've got 
E is for effective. Praise is our weapon against the enemy and it is effective. Praise produces a result in you, in the atmosphere, in the people around you. There is power in our praises to bring down strongholds. Your praises make a difference. It's your battle cry and your victory stance against the ruler of this world. Isn't it interesting that the most widely felt spiritual attack in the pandemic was against the praises of the body of Christ? It's unsurprising to me since um, Lucifer, his area of um, work before he was cast down was to be the worshipper. So he hates our praises. He attacks the praises of, of God's people whenever he can, but he does not win. So we need to not let him win either. See, praise can fill our lives with glory. Praise fills the earth. It can fill the church, our homes, our lives with God's glory. Don't you want more of God's glory in your life? And where the spirit of the Lord is, like I said before, there is freedom and fullness of joy and healing and restoration. I mean, those are all things that we all need in this broken world that we live in. Isn't that something that you could do with more of for you and your family? I'm sure it is. So let us be praising people because it's effective. So that's my acronym of praise. We had P for persistent, praise him persistently. R is for rest. A for acknowledging him in everything. I, we are his image bearers. We must worship his, him because we are his image bearers. And then S is for sing. We have to sing. We must sing our praises. And then E is for effective. I really hope that I've encouraged you today to not stop praising God no matter what. And I really just want to see that released into your life. And I'm just going to finish with prayer right now. Oh, Father God, thank you that praise changes things. That when we praise you, you inhabit our praises. That, it, that it's powerful to bring down strongholds. But Lord, we want to ask for burning hearts filled with passion for praising you, Lord. Lord, will you just connect with each one of these hearts today? Will you set a fire in the heart of each of these people who are listening to this message today so that we can become a praising people, a praising nation, a praising globe of Christ's church? Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. We believe in you and we will be praising people. In Jesus' name I pray.